Welcome to the Recruiting Hogs podcast. I'm your host, Mason Cho, joined by Alex Trader. This is a weekly podcast every Thursday, Recruiting Hogs podcast, covering everything in Arkansas football recruiting. We'll move on to some basketball stuff, baseball stuff as, you know, those seasons start to kick up. You know, there's more news coming from those, but right now we're focusing on football. And Alex, there are two big-time recruits that have Arkansas in their top list, talking about the number one dual threat quarterback in the class of 2024 and a four-star DN in the class of 2024. Talk about those guys and the fact that uh, Arkansas, you know, has piqued their interest. Yeah, so one of them expected, um, Kavion Henderson, the defensive end out of Leeds, Alabama. Uh, he had included Arkansas in his top schools in the past couple weeks, but did make a switch. He switched out Cincinnati, who, you know, Arkansas beat head-to-head, So, and he was in attendance for that game. So that might have actually voted in Arkansas's favor. He did sub them out for Alabama, an offer he recently picked up. Makes it a little bit more scary when you've got both Alabama and Auburn in there as well as Oklahoma and Georgia Um, it's not an easy group to go against but he is good friends with Dallas Young we've heard good things about uh, how the or where the hogs are at with him from Dallas Uh, and it it provides it's interesting that he's still in the mix if you strike out on him you still have two really talented kids in state that you're looking at in Charleston Collins and TJ Lindsay that that could serve as you know viable options there uh, as well as a kid who we're going to talk about a little later, a little later on, who used to be the number one player in the country for rivals and Colin Simmons um, would be a massive pickup did announce that he'll be committing on November 6th. So that that's a date to look out for. I'll have it circled on my calendar. I'll be, you know, constantly putting up Intel whenever I can get it over on the trough on our message board. Um, and then the other one is DJ Lagway. He's a, he's a, he was a five-star quarterback. Now he's a four-star quarterback. Um, really, really talented kid has been on campus a couple of times. Hogs ran on him early last season. Uh, and now they're joined by uh, quite the list of, uh, of schools in his top 10. Um, they'll be going against Alabama, Baylor, Clemson, Florida, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, Texas A&M and USC. So, uh, you hear a couple of the names on that list and you're certainly a little bit worried about Arkansas's chances. I don't have them as the front runners. I know there was a a ranking the contender story from one of the national guys and Arkansas was rated eighth there. So they do have some ground to make up. It seems like he's going to either A&M or Florida at this point, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, It, it, he plays a lot like KJ Jefferson from what I've seen Uh, is mobile is athletic is able to throw the ball as well. So um, it would be a massive pickup for the hogs, but I don't think he's necessarily one that Arkansas is really, uh, too far in the mix for beyond getting that top 10 recognition, which is a big deal, but still uh, you do have to get to signing day and get him on board. If, if you want to, you know, really consider that a, a true win for the staff. So with KV on Henderson, he's, you mentioned he's an Alabama guy. Um, he, you know, he knows some of the Arkansas related guys. Um, we've talked about that Alabama pipeline on the podcast before. Do you think that that, that is, I mean, it's got to help with KV on Henderson, but you think it's going to help enough where, you know, it's going to pique his interest enough because you mentioned he dropped Cincinnati out and put Alabama in there. And you got to think, you know, Alabama, he's from Alabama. Kind of what do you feel about that situation with Henderson? 
It, it's absolutely hard to go out there and beat Alabama and Auburn for an in-state kid. Um, I was holding on to the, the the likelihood that, you know, maybe he isn't an Auburn fan. Maybe he didn't grow up wanting to go to Auburn. Maybe he was an Alabama kid and, and Arkansas is an, an opportunity where he's got friends on the team or that are committed to the team and will be going to play there next season. Um, I'm not counting the hogs out by any chance, but I do think it made it a lot tougher for their their opportunity to pull him in. I still would have them probably in that two or three slot. I've heard a lot of momentum towards Oklahoma over the last couple of weeks, but um, I think they're in a good spot and it would really, really help. You've got TJ Metcalf, you've got Davion Dozier, uh, you've got Dallas Young. You're looking at bringing in Tevis Metcalf in that 24 class. He's been lights out for his Pinson Valley Indians. Uh, and, and then if you can get a guy like Vice and Lang in there, who I still have a future cast in for, haven't heard much over the last couple of weeks, but he will be uh, taking an official visit here next weekend for the Arkansas matchup against Alabama. Um, it, it, if you can bring him in, it makes it a lot tougher to, to overlook the opportunity that Arkansas has in, in Alabama and to bring in some of their top players in that class. All right, let's move on to some spotlight performers from last Friday. Some Arkansas commits did really well, including Isaiah Augustave, um, running back out of Naples, Florida. Kind of talk about him and then some of the other guys that really impressed you from last Friday, Alex. Yeah, Augustave went, uh, I believe it was 17 carries for 184 yards, so a really impressive performance. From what I can gather, the Golden Eagles don't pass the ball, so – um, you do have a, to look at that a little bit, but that he's also splitting touches with Iowa commit four-star in the class of 2023. Um, uh, so you're looking at, at a really tough opportunity. Uh, his name's Kendrick Raphael, and, and the two of them did combine for 473 yards in a dominant win. So you're going to have to look at that and see that that he's not getting the maximized potential. He's a guy throughout camp that we talked or throughout spring ball and th even throughout fall camp leading up to the final preseason rankings as someone that a lot of people wanted to see jump above his 5.6 rating along with Davion Dozier. Um, neither of them did. I think both of them will be moving up in the next update, at least from what I can tell seeing them on the field. I don't know why they wouldn't, but uh, a really impressive performance from him this weekend. He, uh, I think I was looking at it and he, I think he matched, his total yards through the first three games in this game. So that's something you're really liking to see. You're, you're seeing him move up, gather that momentum, and continue to, to put on a show for Arkansas fans. Um, and, and then defensively, you had the two defensive ends. Uh, I really I was in attendance for Quincy Rhodes' game, had a massive play towards the end of the game where he batted a ball down to help force overtime and then eventually pick up his team's first win of the season against Parkview. Um, he, he was in the backfield causing havoc all day, making tackles. He had one where he was getting blocked out, just reached over with one arm and pulled the pulled the back down to help. I think it forced a third down in that situation. So um, just was all over the field, was really impressed with him. And then Caleb James was the other one from Mansfield, Texas, played against Mansfield Legacy. I, that's where Jalen Catalan came from. So uh, no shortage of talent over on that side of town. And, and you really saw him go out there. He had two sacks. Uh, I think he had five tackles for loss total was really a force for his tigers and helped lead them to another win. So uh, overall a really great week from Arkansas uh, commits Davion Dozier had another big game as well. Step back in. I think he had three catches for 90 yards. So doing what he does. Um, I, I think Augustave's performance was a little bit more impressive for the offensive player of the week for me, but uh, he was still out there doing his thing and, and 
the, the defensive guys are a little bit harder to read just because corners, they don't necessarily get targeted if they're doing a good job. Um, but, but those were two guys that I think surely deserved it this week. It's so weird for me to see that that was North Little Rock's first win of the season. Cause when I was growing up there in central Arkansas, going to Conway, North Little Rock was just dominant. I mean, they were, they were the best team in the state for a while there until Bryant really started going on this run that they're on currently. Uh, but talk about Quincy Rhodes a little bit. So you went and saw him, you hit the road for the Hogbeat marquee matchup. Now, Quincy Rhodes is a guy that I've heard um, some people, I, I feel like some people, I've heard mixed things with him that either one, he's better than people say he is, or two, why did Arkansas take this guy? Because he's committed to the Hogs out of the 2023 class. What did you see from him? Because you were there in person to watch him. Yeah, so I sometimes you'll look at a kid and you'll you'll not necessarily see him jump out to you as a kid that's going to be playing in the SEC. It, it happened a little bit last year with some of the guys on film, um, and, and I heard about it in the YouTube comments for sure. But Quincy Rhodes is a kid that you look at him and you see he's he's giant. He's massive. He certainly pops on film, uh, pops out to the eye. You're, you're seeing him in action every single play. So I thought he played really well. I think he's someone that um, that Arkansas could really turn into to a special player. He debuted, you have to remember, he debuted from unrated to a 5.84 star and then was dropped down to a 5.73 star a couple days later, but debuted to that four-star status. The, the evaluator saw something in him um, and still see something. He's a high three-star. He's somebody that, that really got after it and was able to, to make a difference. He's very good with his hands at the line of scrimmage is able to get him up bat down balls he's he uses his length to his advantage and then he also can go go back there and pressure the quarterback and really wreak havoc in the backfield so um i was impressed with him uh you know it's a tough game especially against parkview when you've got a couple of guys on that defensive line that are helping contribute for sacks but um i liked what i saw from him and i, I would be interested to see you know his film going forward as we get closer to signing day you look at the measurables that he has from rivals, 6'6", 245. You got to think if he gets to Fayetteville, gets in that strength program that, you know, we've heard about with Jamil Walker. I mean, the, the team has talked about how he's completely transformed them. If you get a guy like Quincy Rhodes in there, put maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds on him, he turns to 6'6", 275. He could be incredible off the end there. I mean, it, it, as far as a size advantage, that's huge. Um, before we wrap up here, this is, this is from the Hogbeat town hall thread. It's a weekly thread where Alex answers all of the subscriber questions that people have about recruiting. And you only get that if you subscribe to hogbeat.com. So make sure you go to hogbeat.com, H A W G B E A T.com subscribe. That way you can get access to the trough. That's the message board. A lot of great stuff in over there. Uh, there's insider information. You know, we post all of our stories there. You get access to all of our premium content, uh, we got pro football focus numbers that are over there as well. So all that stuff that you want access to, um, it is well worth it. So this is a question. Where do the Hawks stand with Walker White, um, quarterback out of the 2024 class? Uh, you know, a lot of people are excited about this kid. You know, he's out of Little Rock Christian. I feel like his relationship with the University of Arkansas is something to consider. He would be a big get. I feel like, I mean, he he's just a big-time prospect as far as this moment right now, how do you feel about it, Alex? And just kind of talk about Walker White. 
Yeah, so the game I was at a couple weeks ago, he posted six total touchdowns against one of the best teams in the state in Shiloh Christian. Um, have been in the in the state championship the last couple of years. I think won it two years ago. So um, a really impressive performance from him. I've seen people not so high on him. I, I have yet to see where that would come into play, but I liked him. And I think Arkansas likes him a lot too. You've heard, you've heard it from Charleston Collins and TJ Lindsay. They're both really sold on how Arkansas is pursuing the in-state talent. Um, those two, Walker White, uh, Braylon Russell, all guys in that 2024 class that could come into town and make a difference for the hometown team. Uh, and I think they're really trying to take advantage of that. Uh, you've seen it a couple times though, people asking, you know, would, would the Hogs be interested in maybe Avery Johnson or DJ Lagway or, or Mabry Mator? Um, I think you take two if the option's there, but I don't think you need to uh, necessarily. I don't think it's a super concerning thing if you only end up with Walker White. He's a talented kid. He's got ties to the university. And if he comes along, then I find it hard to believe that you'll see, um, you'll see Collins and Lindsay go elsewhere. They do have really impressive offers, but they seem to kind of all want to play together. It, it seems like they've had those conversations. White told me him and Braylon Russell have, you know, talked about wanting to play in the same place uh, at the next level. So that's something that, that was reassuring for me when I heard that about, you know, kind of liking him to go to the hogs, having that early impression. Um, it, it's a, I think it's a battle that's going to wind down in the end. He said he wants to commit sometime in March or April. So You'll, you'll know before signing day, but not too much before. You'll start to get him kind of as a late commitment, similar to around the time Malachi Singleton committed. Uh, and once you have that locked in, I think it really helps you decide what you're going to do with the, rest of, uh, with the rest of your options at that quarterback position. All right, before we head out, Alex, tell all the people what you got going on over at hogbeat.com here in the next few days and until they can listen to us again next Thursday. Yeah, so this morning I released the uh, interior offensive lineman hogboard. Not too much going on. I know last week I talked a lot about Fletcher uh, Fletcher Westfall and Max Anderson at the offensive tackle group. Um, I like both of them to come to Arkansas at some point, but uh, I didn't have that same vibe in, in the interior offensive line. There's a couple of guys, only three offers extended. Um, a couple of guys I had with moderate interest. Uh, Daniel Cruz is one that, I, that has visited Arkansas before and I could see coming in, but um I'm not quite sure what the interest level is from either side at this point. Uh, so you can go check out my thoughts over on that, uh, on the hog board. It's free for the rest of the, uh, I guess it's free for Wednesday. So uh, make sure you check in every Wednesday for the free version of the hog board. And then um, if you're a subscriber, you're able to check that out the whole time. I'll be updating those throughout the season. Tomorrow we'll have the town hall story. Like you mentioned, uh, there'll be one free preview question, and then you can read through the rest of them. If you're a subscriber um, uh, in a quick, easy format, not having to search through the thread, although the thread is a great place to ask questions. If you're able to um, Friday, we'll have the preps preview. Uh, there'll be a visit recap from Jalen Braxton's trip to Fayetteville. Uh, Thursday night, a new new story coming Friday night. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, and then Sunday, we'll have some highlights from, uh, I believe you're going to Hebron versus Marcus Mason this weekend. We haven't figured out what we want to do yet. We Because okay. we're thinking about either going to watch Carson Dean, Jalen Braxton, who you just mentioned, um, and then a couple of guys who are on Arkansas's radar but haven't committed. I think – I personally, and I'm going with a group of guys personally, I hope that we go watch Jalen Braxton cause he's playing at the star and I would really like to go to the star. Um, 
but also I'd also like to see like an actual Texas high school stadium atmosphere. Um, so if anybody has any anything they want to add in the comments of should we go see Jalen Braxton or Carson Dean or two guys who haven't committed yet and their names are slipping my mind, but um, let us know. Huh? What what's is the other game Duncanville that you're looking at? Um, what's the what's the the I think Duncanville is that the one where Anthony Black is from? Yeah, caught with Colin Simmons and Kadavian Dotson both. That's that's the other one we're considering going to. Yeah, I, I so when I was planning out my fall recruiting trip, those were all three games that I was looking at as potential options. Um, all you're not gonna be be hurting for football content in any of those. Marcus has an Oregon committed wide receiver uh, going head to head with Carson Dean. Um, Frisco Wakeland against Frisco Lone Star will be a great game. You've got Connor Stroh, a former Arkansas big time target in 2023. And then Duncanville is always fun to watch. One of the best in the state. So uh, whatever game you decide is going to be a, a really interesting one. You're not going to want to miss the highlights from that, the post-game interviews. Um, you're going to see it all over on the hogbeat.com YouTube channel. And then uh, Monday we'll have the recruiting roundup. Like we always do uh, the best free recruiting content we put out on the site. I'll say it now. Uh, it provides you with a little bit of information about everything that I saw over the last week, um, catches you up on Arkansas recruiting. So even if you're not a subscriber, you're staying in the loop, you're able to, to make sure that you're locked in and knowing what's going on with Razorback recruiting. Um, we'll have a Hogbeat Town Hall up over the next week and then uh, a, a couple more, you know, maybe another visit recap, recap standout players. Uh, and the the first defensive edition of the hog board for 2024. So you're going to want to check that out Wednesday. Make sure you don't miss it. Catch the free free version if you're not a subscriber. If you are a subscriber, still catch the free, free version. Check it out Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, and then we'll see you again next Thursday. A lot of great stuff. I'm excited about it. Go check out hogbeat.com. Uh, Alex, thank you for your time. Listener, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about the Recruiting Hogs podcast. Um, and we'll talk to everybody next Thursday.